what's up we are here doing a little side segment thing uh I, i'm already fucking flubbing on this lead in hard i'm smoking a lot of weed uh, i yeah whatever punch with it go with it punch with it i said i'm so high uh, <coughs> let me give a shot you yeah, give, give, me, right. give it a shot hey there smoking oakies here we are again with a little mini session basically we just got came off the back end of recording and man we were jiving and feeling good and didn't want to didn't mm. want to stop the train man we want to keep rolling in to the next station so here we are we just decided to just press record and hang out man see what happens so here we are i don't know i guess we can do live off the rips whatever it is whatever you're thinking of man anything you want to just talk about we'll Fuck it. we're just hanging out now uh, you know, there are a few things I've uh, had in mind to talk about. Um, I know that some first because of my compulsion. I just plan. now thought of one. I'm um, going to start writing mine down. Uh, you know, yeah, go. No, please, well, please go um, with it because mine's probably something um, else. It's a whole other thing. I just heard of a, uh, like a, it was um, a non-alcoholic cannabis wine or a, an infu- can- THC infused wine. It's made from grapes still, but it's non-alcoholic wine, but it's THC infused. And uh, the the only source I've had from it yet, because I haven't really looked it up. That's why it's an OTR. It looks like it, it was a California company. I haven't looked to see if there is anything around here, though. But, dude, that's so interesting, okay. man. It is neat. And I would uh, I would be interested to see how they produced it or whatever. Because I'm sure there is some novel thing that they're doing that makes it, you know, they're, they're like putting the weed in the wine barrels with the fucking grapes or whatever. I don't know. I've not read into it, but something like that. But then another part of me wonders, and I'm sorry to interrupt. I just, I just had it referred to me last night, late last night. I think it was called, it's called Saka, like S-A-K-A. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm yeah, looking for the link um, that you put up. It was like THC infused Saka. So I didn't look into Saka. the production or anything, but it seems, I mean, it would be like non-alcoholic wine, which is essentially, yeah, it's non-alcoholic. Um, oh, it was non-alcoholic. Mm-hmm. Good, that's awesome. Okay, <laughs> and, so it uh, is called sake. You got that right. If from what I just perused, because uh, I thought about looking it up further for a future episode, but here it is, baby. We're doing it now. Um, I don't know, man. If it's like drink a glass of wine and, and get the effects of THC. The, uh, that, that seems pretty, pretty pleasant to me. I mean, yeah. And if it's, it's going to depend on if the experience matches the marketing, I'm looking at their website now and it, it's saying shit like proprietary formulation features hundred percent water soluble THC CBD emulsification, which basically uh-huh. to me means great. The weed can mix with water or whatever, or their, their wine that they're making. Like, that's cool and all. And if it is yeah. something like you said, where I can drink something that tastes like a glass of wine, but gives me a nice calming edible high. That's, that's super straight, but like, well, man, just in drinkable the past, THC I tried the, like bong water and stuff like that. And the other drinks, and they didn't really do anything for me. For me, they, 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 they hit faster than anything besides hitting, like, you know, just taking flour to the dome. Like as far as edibles go, they're the fastest hitting, but like literally 60% of the times when I get a can, I'll drink it and I'll have my normal milligram amount and it won't get me notably higher than anything else, but it will give me a really bad weed headache. Well, that adds to it. You should drink water. I mean, I'm perpetually away. Idea, but, but it's, it's weird that, <laughs> uh, for sure. And I'm sure that's part of it, but it's strange to me that like weed drinks are the mm-hmm. only thing besides a heavy, like strong dab that will give me a weed headache. 
like flour doesn't give me a weed headache. It's in gummy doesn't give me a weed headache. Uh, but, but, but those drinks will, do, and it doesn't matter uh, if it's key for bong water or whatever things. And then dehydrate you further. Not that I know, but I mean, all it is, is just some orange juice they bought from fucking whatever the big food company is, uh, or, you know, they, they bought it off the, the second market, like the, your Sam's club or your Costco's and then put distillate in it. But yeah, I, I've, I, I get what you're saying. I had a weed headache last night and, uh, but I don't get them unless I'm dehydrated. I mean, that's, I, I am prone to headaches and shit anyway, but, uh, probably due to dehydration. And to be clear, I'm not trying to say that socket is like this. It could be a really cool thing that they've made. Well, yeah, it's very, well, I don't know if they're, I haven't looked into it. I've only had that link and uh, I don't know who their competitors are, if they have competitors yet. I don't know if that is a market yet, or if they're making a new market of product or a new product line, you know, a market, whatever the hell market within the market. Well, the, their marketing seems to push a flavor profile more than like, they say that they've got like the most technologically advanced uh, infusion technique or something. And that because of that quote, it creates the most sophisticated and delicious flavor profiles on the market, end quote. Well, saying most delicious, that's an opinion. Can't really claim that. Everyone does, though. Everyone claims it. Like a premier cannabis podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well that's just because you know there's another very good show the cannabis hangout and we don't want to come into their market and say yeah we're the best like that's a that's an absolute and we're not sith that's the uh the uh only sith deal in absolutes and the absolutes are death and taxes yeah baby i gotta bend down to put my coke down so you gotta listen to my chair squeak instead of my coke yeah. can hitting the table well, you go listen to me sip it coffee because it's still hot, but I can't stay away from it because I found this creamer that tastes like uh, cocoa pebbles. You know, I keep forgetting to give it to you, man. <laughs> but the next time you're down here and you have a cup of coffee from us, if you can handle mm -hmm. a decent amount of sugar in your coffee because you got to take a decent amount to get high, that fucking weed sugar that I made, it slaps, dude. It hits really hard. Yeah, but coffee for me, I, I drink for the flavor. Fair. Yeah, now this. No, and you said that sugar, albeit strong, tastes like ass. Well, it doesn't. It, I wouldn't say it tastes like ass. It just tastes like weed and sugar. Uh, the alcohol taste is out of it. Like I can eat a spoonful of it, but it, it tastes like what you'd expect. And it does influence the flavor of the coffee you're drinking for sure. Like there's a reason the thing I pointed out about my coffee is that it has creamer that tastes like fruity. Yeah, yeah that's fair. <laughs> you know what? You know what, Blake? You know what's hilarious to me? I hope hmm. I hope that among our audience listening to this are coffee snobs who heard you say in sequence. <laughs> <laughs> I drink coffee for the flavor. I've got this fruity pebbles coffee cream. I didn't say I had a good palate. <laughs> you basically pulled the real actually. Oh, good. No, no, no. I want to. I want to. I'm going to defend myself before you even throw the rest of this out because I know I know a guy personally in uh bloomington um who knows a lot about coffee he is a he is a professor in coffee is what i would call him <laughs> but uh an expert in coffee like he sources his stuff from other places uh then he uh, like other countries like he right. finds the farmers and stuff and then he roasts it himself and he delivers it the shit we would be doing with weed if international weed trade was allowed <laughs> Yeah, basically. But this guy knows his stuff and damn it. I can't think of the name of his, of his company now for some reason. I, the point I was getting to was I sent that guy a message not too long ago. Right. 
saying, Hey, do you do delivery yeah. or do you, uh, or do you do mail orders? Because I'm really getting into coffee, right. but right now, you know, I'm just sucking down Folgers, right. you know, like a, like a regular Jack off. And I, I, whereas I, I'd like something a bit more flavorful because I, I realize that I am, I'm not worthy in the coffee community. I mean, I'm, I'm no coffee snob at all. Like I just, that's hilarious to me though. God damn it. I'm, so fuck you. I'm trying to think of even a good weed equivalent and I can't fucking think of one. It would be like me saying, <laughs> oh, well, I only really like high quality edibles and then opening a bag of like some distillate shit I bought from Capital Dank that costs $4 yeah. for a thousand milligrams. Uh -huh. No, I know. Yeah, I totally know what you're saying, but I wanted to, I had to defend myself. You're a, you're a Conan fan. It, it was like that episode of Conan, almost exactly, <laughs> where he goes into that nice upscale Italian coffee house uh -huh. and just to fuck with Jordan Slansky, he pulls yeah. out Snickers flavored coffee creamer. <laughs> and yeah. it's one of the moments oh, yeah. where even all the coffee snobs in the room oh, are on my Jordan's God. side. I'm <laughs> I'm glad I was the Conan in the situation. Hey, hun, can you, you have your headphones on? Blake just said, I, I, I mostly drink coffee for the flavor and then proceeded to regale us with how he's drinking fucking Fruity Pebbles flavored creamer. <laughs> Amanda's got the same, did you say the same one? She almost bought it. Oh, it's good. Tell her it's good. It's good she should she get says. it next time. I got it only because the Oreo one was sold out, <laughs> which shows to how good it is. There's a birthday cake one too. Oh, I haven't tried that God one, but damn it. Uh, <laughs> oh man. Oh, I saw there was a fun fatty. There's all kinds of good ones, man. Well, I hope that fucking a lot of the podcast audience are coffee drinkers because if so, I'm the favorite now. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm just if, well, you're the favorite of the coffee snobs. You know, that's why I'm a weed snob. We're too. the favorite. We're the favorite uh of the uh <laughs> fucking, the fun the fun people. Who like the drinks to taste good. I was thinking like, I'm such a weed snob. It's to the point where if somebody offered me some really shitty looking weed and I knew I could get home in two hours and have my own weed, I'd probably be like, nah, man, that's all right. My lung hurts or whatever. Like I can, you don't even mean to, but you become a weed snob. You really do. And especially and to people like on the outside, like whenever I'm on Facebook talking to somebody who knows a little bit, I'm like, yeah, this shit kind of like you said is sun grown or whatever little fact I picked up about it. People on the outside are like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> like what the fuck? It's green. I'll smoke it. And it's, but uh, it's like, no, you have so much variety here. It happens. You know, you find, you find things that you do, you find things you like and you find ones that you don't. And then when a strain you like comes around, you're like, Oh shit. I like that one, but I haven't had it from this grower and you know, stuff like that. It's you find your path, you find the shit you like. I'm you become an IPA snob or some shit in the weed world. Exactly what I was thinking of. I can, I can mm -hmm. fucking sit here and it's total cognitive dissonance. Be like, Oh fuck IPA people. It's beer. You drink it. It tastes like piss. Um, uh -huh. but then with weed, I'm, well, I don't really yeah. want an indoor. And, yeah. Uh, this plant's in, yeah. In weed, you're like, actually, the terpene line will yeah. we'll do this here and blah 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 and what you need to do is you let your nug sit out at this temperature with this humidity for 14 minutes so all the tannins can do and you swirl it around in your glass and uh and then uh, you get out the torch and and uh i don't have any more to go with that Dude, bit tannins are basically <laughs> the terps of fucking uh, wine i know that's yeah, amazing I, know. I was mm-hmm 
that's that's beautiful. I wonder if the yeah. pan in science is a little more understood. I, I'm worried that that we're going to end up in like 10 years. We're going to look back at this and be like, Jesus Christ, because we're going to be totally wrong about all the terpene stuff. And I know, right? And, but I'm still fucking going down that train. I'm riding that train to the end of the track. We're going to look like those doctors who are like, uh, your humors are bad. We're going to need to let a liter of blood out of you. Like, uh-huh. but with terps. We're going to be the old timey, you know, I had no idea what the fuck they were doing. Fucking primates banging around rocks thinking they had tools, you know? Fucking barber slash surgeon. <laughs> I mean, I, uh, I already but, know with the, but it's, the shit I spout, I come dangerously close to sounding like an alternative health nut to some people. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you got to be careful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you really do. You really do. Because I'm not one of those guys, but I do believe that uh, it can help a lot of people. Oh, yeah. And I think it's a damn lot of fun, too. It's the fucking medicine that's also a hobby, but in a good way. See, the thing is, cannabis as a plant, it's just, it's fine, you know, medicinally and recreationally. The only time it's ever bad is if it's addiction, you know, and it's not like, like, and I mean, like if it controls your life sort of thing, but in that regard, anything can do that. Nothing is safe. I think that's something that most informed people who have either had cannabis or are around people who use it understand. I'm at a point in my life where if I'm broke and I can't afford a gummy that day or whatever, I might be a little bit in pain and I might have a shitty day, but to a point you don't feel any different than like, Oh God damn it. I really wanted to pay play. Wow. And my fucking internet's down. Like it's the same kind of feeling and it's jonesing. Mm. Yeah. It's jonesing. Cause you do like the feeling and all that, but you're not dependent on it chemically, you know, right. or physically or anything. It's like not getting that Zen right. or, or a gummy. Now look at me. I'm plugging Zen. Hey, what have you done to hey, me? I'm going to be, what have you done to me? I popped another one of those goddamn uh, Fijo caps <laughs> in the middle of the show earlier. Dude, yeah. I'm going to be plugging Leaf Logic soon. These things are legit as fuck. Man. Really? Yeah. Holy shit. Like, is it coming close to maybe topping the good shit list? It's probably the best, like, cleanest individual edible buzz I've had, but the price makes me me. Like, but you're getting a hundred and. 13 milligrams for six dollars that's true it's just how if it lasted longer like with the zen chocolate it's you know 40 bucks for a thousand milligrams and it it's, it's 20 bucks less and i can break it down better which makes it like i don't always want 113 milligrams like that's a lot yeah but you also said they had uh, other sized capsules yeah the price is a little bit i didn't get into that too well oh, oh yeah 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 well there's we know uh, those of us that visit dispensaries know that quantity affects price. Oh, yeah. There's a baseline and you go up from there. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Like, no, it, they're, they're hitting fucking amazing. Uh, if I have some, I'll give you one next time you're around. You'll like this. Ooh. I gave Amanda. Uh, I, def- uh, oh, I definitely want to try one. If, if you have one or, I mean, hell, if I can't wait that long, I might end up going and get one. But <laughs> they're worth it, man. Yeah. Now, I wonder if maybe you'll feel these a little bit better compared to like a distillate based one. If it's like that liver enzyme thing, like it'd yeah. be interesting to see. Yeah. That's what I'm wondering. That's why I'm so excited to try it. Cause you were talking about how it's a full extract. Mm. And uh, so I wonder if, and it's not like, I don't know all the science behind all that, but I, I have read the links that you post sometimes, sure. sometimes, but uh, I, the liver enzyme thing is, something i wonder if i have because edibles are so i don't know they're so hit and miss man 
you know, uh, speaking of kind of hit and miss, uh, somebody we know took, well, two people we know, uh, that per- mm-hmm. the, the main person took three of those fucking jacked up squares last night and all. Uh-huh. Didn't respect the edible. And then today, mm-hmm. that person's yeah. spouse took half of one. Yeah. And she was like so high. She was almost like you could see her kind of trying to hold it together. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like she barely said yeah. a word. And I felt bad for it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know the other one zonked out at what, like fucking 1 p.m. or whatever, whatever, right after murder she wrote. That's how early he zonked out after those three bars. That motherfucker was down for the count. <laughs> I, I just don't get it. Like, I, I'm a heavy edible user, but, you know, I guess I'm more of a medium user that does them all day. Maybe that's the difference. Well, something I was doing yesterday with the hookah, uh, smoking some hookah. And man, anecdotal here, but hookah definitely elevates a cannabis high i'm telling you man because this one was to where because usually i if if i'm hanging out i can sit and smoke and smoke and smoke i mean that's kind of how i used to drink you know and socially (laughs) so i guess that's how i smoke now socially but um but like uh i was hitting hookah and man i consumed way less cannabis yesterday than i normally would because that hookah had I was able to ride the peaks like the basically I kept the wave going for a long time with that hookah just hit that every like few minutes and whoo it was a great night man (laughs) I mean back when I was doing you know a lot more drugs not that weed's a drug one thing that I always noticed was that stimulants tended to hit way better whenever uh, weed was involved. So if I was on, you know, say an Adderall or something back, and again, this was back in my days, I don't do that shit anymore. But if I took yeah. an Adderall and weed was around and I hit that, um, it would it would make the Adderall hit so much better. And mm-hmm. you've told me this before about the hookah thing. And it makes me wonder if you're getting such a high concentration of nicotine. Um, yeah, from the shisha. You're getting that stimulating mm-hmm. effect. And maybe it's not so much that you're getting higher from the weed, but that you're getting that nicotine high and that the weed's enhancing it. It's kind of six, one half dozen of the other. Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, fucking something's happening to where I get almost to the fucking, I feel drunk high to where I'm like, Whoa, I need to sit down and take a minute. And uh, we were trying different shishas and stuff and it happens with all of them. I mean, so it, it's got, I think it could be that whatever that ensemble or entourage thing right? or something between the nicotine and cannabis. They used to call it just synergy or whatever, but yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I noticed too. Yeah, well, like, I guess they call it entourage because it's more than two. Right. Don't you need synergy. That's oh, two, I, right? That I don't know. I'm not sure. It does. I wonder. It seems like it would have to be balanced. So like the, the higher I get, the more I crave cigarettes I too. So I wonder if that's like, yeah, I can, I can light them off one another when mm-hmm. I'm stoned. Like, and if I'm sober, I don't really smoke as many, like I probably smoke half as many cigarettes. So that kind of ties to the same idea. It's interesting. Huh. I don't know. Well, cause I smoked a lot more when I drank right. too. So yeah. that's part of, it could just be, it's fun to do while you're, you know, somewhat intoxicated. That's fair. Well, but, some, uh, some drugs I didn't like smoking on. I won't go into further, but yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah. Well, you know, different strokes. <laughs> and, 
Congratulations. You don't do that. Yeah, anymore. no, I'm out that game. It's That's great. a big congratulations. Oh, thank you. It, it, it's so ridiculously easy being able to sit here and snap bongs. It's cool. It's no problem at all. Yeah. It's uh-huh. it's not like my struggle and blah, 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 blah. I'm good. Uh-huh. Man, yeah. I had a I had people up here who nicely, like they weren't bad people at all, but they were people who I probably could have gotten like lure tabs off of. Mm -hmm. um a large amount they were here for like a week and like i didn't even have to fight with myself not to hit them up it was just like yeah it was a good feeling like yeah whatever hell fucking yeah man it's one of those personal victories where you overcome the willpower like something that used to be a struggle was was fucking menial right yeah it crossed my mind but it was like no because i knew i would feel bad afterwards it would fuck everything up and yeah yeah, but before it would have yeah. been, you know, yeah, let me get that shit. Yeah, with no weed, certainly. But we're good now. I'm looking around. Speaking of nicotine, I'm looking around for my vape juice. Back to the vape? The old, yeah. Right on. Back on the vape. Damn, dude, you're not nearly as grouchy as I thought. I actually thought you were not, you were smoking cigarettes again based on your good mood. No, it seems like about after a few days, really, the grouchiness goes away. Yeah, they, they say those are the worst, and you're like living that hell over and over. I respect mm-hmm. that. Oh, dude, I was pacing in circles thinking about cigarettes for a few hours at least. I very nearly, I've actually, I had my own personal victory yesterday because where I went with my buddy to pick up a hookah, Mm -hmm. he was buying a hookah. Well, we went to Drew's Tobacco World. So yeah, he got cigarettes in there and I I went in with the intent to get a pack of cigarettes because I remember saying, fuck it, it's the weekend. And, uh, and I came out without it. So that was my little victory. So yeah, I stepped into a tobacco store and left without cigarettes. I just remembered (laughs) that that motherfucker Kate owes me $11 for my DT dub pipe that got broken. That piece of shit trying to play it off. I'm going to call him on that shit. As soon as we get done recording that motherfucker, (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm not mad about it. Fucking (laughs) fills my garage up with bullshit and comes and breaks my pipe. I'm kidding. I love you, Cade. You should. I was there when he did it too. He threw it on the ground and he said, "Fuck that guy." And he called me a really weird racial slur because I'm a white guy. But whatever. Uh, I'm kidding. Well, I didn't even understand the word that he said. I never heard it before. (laughs) But he did say they hoped like you sat on the uh, on the broken pieces Uh, to where like they just go right up your poop hole. He told me I should arrange them on the ground and uh, bang them like the dog. (laughs) <laughs> or put him on the ground for the dog and maybe no. it'll finally scratch that itch man get him that fucking no i know i i'm not talking about it <coughs> i was joke about it getting a deep itch mm. that he wanted i mean maybe if scratched. you ground it up course enough like in a goddamn uh what was it kickboxer where he- you, well yeah <laughs> you know you need to get that poor dog a little patch of astroturf go get a little astroturf rug and put it out in the yard for him it's just He's a nervous dog and he picks, he's like, he's like the real life version of like the chick who like picks at her own face. And yeah. Shit. I guess, I guess if you gave him AstroTurf, he wouldn't have a dick after about three days. <laughs> no, man, we might as well just get him sandpaper. <laughs> yeah. Turn his name into Ace Merelda. He fucks that the girl. fucker. Yeah, he does. Sad little sure gremlins. Yeah, I'm still reading about this weed thing. Um, well, dude. Which weed thing? The, what the, weed the, thing? The, the, the weed wine. Are you still reading about yeah, it? It's up on Did my you screen. Find out any anything interesting, or is it just? Huh, I don't know. I guess I'll have to try it. That's interesting. Oh, I remember. I'm sorry. I'm totally bouncing around. I remember what I was going to ask you a second ago on the hookah. Okay. Yeah. Um, is it possible that we could say dip some distillate in some shisha? I don't know. I uh, no, probably not, because the way the shisha works, and I just found this out yesterday, right. uh, is because um, it's very wet and and all that, and 
the reason why the coals are on top of it, it's indirect heat and you're using it to vaporize essentially. And uh, I mean, I'm sure you can somehow, I haven't looked into it, but I don't want to, I don't want to mess with that because smoking a little flour on the side and hitting the shisha just as it is was enough for me. And I've got a pretty good tolerance to where I had to, you know, take a break every now and then. I couldn't imagine I couldn't imagine getting fucking distillate in the shit. Did, did he, uh, did he you have to get the coals and shit and do all that? Is it like a legit? Yeah, it's a, a legit hookah. That's fucking tight. Yeah. I'm looking here. It says there are limitations to smoking weed out of a hookah, but I'm not seeing where I was wondering if maybe you could mix it in somehow. Okay. Fill the water reservoir. Check the hoses. Fill the bowl. So you actually mix it with the shisha, just straight up weed. And it says that'll work. Yeah. Yeah. It'll vaporize there, but I don't think I want to, man. I, I don't know. That'd have to be something. I feel like it's. it's I don't. Ugh, I'm scared. Dude, I'm I wonder too if they scared would let it. you do that over at Publi uh, Bubbly or whatever. I doubt it because I think in order to do that, they would have to sell it oh, and then they right. would have they to get a license to sell that. it because they, yeah, they don't. <coughs> yeah, it could be a licensing thing because there they don't sell anything that has THC. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to have to look more into this more off the air. And maybe one day if our uh, friend is willing to let us license legal cardholders, use it. Who? Our friend with the hookah. Oh, you're willing to try it. Right. Just a small amount. Oh, I'm sure he would be down to let you try it just to see how it works. I mean, he's not going to try it. I don't want to try it. I'm going to wait and see what happens to you first, but then I'll, then I'll try it because you know, a, a bowl of shisha lasts like 45 minutes. Well, my thinking is, dude, it could be like a spliff, and I love that spliff effect, fucking R.I.P. Austin. Like, uh, yeah, but the spliff was way less intense than the hookah. For, for sure, but I, I wonder if that effect is good. Like, I love me some nicotine. Yeah, I, love me some I don't meat. know. I'm just too scared to put it in the shisha bowl because I have no – then I, I lost Yeah, lost oh, I, it's, but like you said, it's a long intake. session thing. So, Yeah. I guess you would just maybe the best thing to do would just be to put like a, an amount that you're comfortable having in there because yeah. whenever, like for instance, in your, uh, in your God damn it, not Dynavape. What's the thing that I got everybody for Christmas airizer, um, in your airizer, even whenever the weed in it is like tapped out, yeah. uh, it'll Air still continue to produce this vapor that doesn't have THC in it. That still tastes pleasant and shit. So like at some point you're just going to run the weed out of THC. You're right. But the thing is, is I, I, I don't know how much to put in there. And if I, and if I go too much, it's going to really fuck me up. Apparently I just blew, I just blew right into the mic with that P that plosive went right in the center. I heard it in my ears. Oh, well, do you have any, uh, anything you want to talk about? Um, I, you know, we could kind of squeeze this in for SEO purposes. Uh, this, this resident evil eight pretty tight. Well, I mean, if you want to talk about it, just fucking talk about it. Let's go. So it's cool because it is a mix of uh, Resident Evil 7, which you saw part of it, which was kind of slow paced and very horror oriented. It was a first person game and you still shot and there was plenty of action, but it was like managing your ammo and making sure you didn't burn through it and so on. Uh, Typical Resident Evil. This one, Resident Evil 8, is first person as well, but it's way more action oriented. It's closer to like RE4. In terms of um, there are a ton of enemies on the screen at a time, like, you know, five and six sometimes. Uh, uh-huh. And you got to, you know, you, you have a lot of ammo. You base. I've never had a point where I've been nervously out of ammo. Um, okay. And there's even, it's not the same, what do you buy in guy? But there's even a shopkeeper who's this great big fat angel looking dude. And uh, you can buy gun upgrades and shit with the money you get from the people you killed. 
So it's like a perfect mix of seven and four. Four was pretty yeah. fucking nerve wracking to me. Oh, four is one of my favorite games of all time, man. Oh, because I, well, I'm just remembering the very beginning when you walk into the village and it's the first time like you get mobbed, you know? Oh, God damn, that was so terrifying. And it was like impossible to do it first. And you're like, how am I supposed to do this? And it turns out you're just supposed to survive so long. Yeah. But man, it was so fucking nerve wracking. But. Oh, that game was pretty fun. I played kind of far into Resident Evil 4. I played in I played in until you were fighting a lot more of the head crab type right. stuff. You know, there's always the annoying part. Every Resident Evil game has that one section that you're like, fuck. Uh-huh. I got into that and I was and it's because I I didn't own a PlayStation. So right. I only played it when I was at a friend's right. house and I had lost interest to where it was like, no, I don't really want to play the game. You go ahead. Yeah, you know, sort of thing. I enjoy them. Like I'll play through them once. Like even the RE2 remake, which I thought was phenomenal. I played through almost twice, once and a half times. But like mm-hmm. I, I'm not typically into the high tension, like fuck, I'm out of ammo, but I gotta run past this liquor shit. Like that's not the, yeah. like that's why I don't replay them because I just want the experience once. But with this, it's fun because you run on you pop off headshots and it's it's mm-hmm. certainly not Call of Duty. It's still Resident Evil, but it's got a lot of fun little modern things like the 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 village in the title, for instance, RE8 Village is this big main area that you go to between stages and you go through and unlock different parts of the village based on what you've acquired and like it's like a Metroidvania section. It's very neat. Really, hmm. Is this a PS5 exclusive? Um, no, it's on uh, Xbox as well, last and current gen. If it ever hits <laughs> Game Pass, I'll play uh, it. It'll it'd be worth it, man. It's fucking, it's good. I think it probably will. They've, they put all the other Resident yeah. Evils in there pretty much, yeah. right? Yeah, I believe so. It eventually, it, eventually, it'll make it in there and I'll get to play it. And eight's going to end up one of those greatest hit style games too. Like it is good, man. If you think about it though, Capcom has been killing it for a minute. Uh, Capcom has just put out like fucking Grand Slam after Grand Slam for a while now. 